0: Welcome to the Mini Rock
1: Podcast.
0: Hey, what's up guys? You guys know that this show wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for our sponsors. I'm just going to give a couple highlights right here. I know I'm going to miss a few because uh, this is something new. But eventually, I'm going to have more organization. I'll be able to hit all the key points. But right now, first off the top of my head, we're going to say Led Singer's Whiskey. Led Singer's Whiskey. Obviously, we have a bourbon. We have a rye, a spice or cinnamon whiskey, right?
1: Yeah, I call it a cinnamon. Yeah,
0: and a a spiced rum. So those are amazing. Find them in a a place near you. If you cannot find the unicorn of whiskey, please go ahead and contact one of the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And uh, we'll tell you what states we do have it in currently. There's a few surprises. We have a few big states that we just signed. So I'm pretty excited about that. Another one of our sponsors, and I'm proud to be an owner of this, is Warfighter Tobacco. Warfighter Tobacco is a brand that started no more than about a year ago and actually took off from the Drinker Bros podcast and now is continuing on to jump on with this podcast. Uh, Obviously because I am one of the shareholders. (laughs) Uh, But some exciting news in the warfighter tobacco world. Uh, We have partnered up with a big, big company. Placentia Cigars is the ones that are making ours now. They're producing them for us. Uh, the quality of them has just shot through the roof. They're a Nicaragua brand now. and uh, they're ex- It's an exciting new thing. I think if you guys have had them before and you love them, you're going to freaking die for these now. Uh, go check out warfightertobacco.com, Warfighter Tobacco on Instagram and Facebook. Give them a follow and check them out. Another one of our sponsors, you already know Steel. This is one of our our our, our big st- sponsors that jumped on board and helped us out really early on, and that is not to be confused with Warfighter Tobacco, but this is Warfighter Hemp.
1: Yes, if you're uh, tired of the opiates and the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> the zombie dope, or P- PTSD symptoms, uh, the CBD oil. The CBD right? oil is kind of the way to go for. There's no. Yeah, there's no psychedelic effect. No there's no involvement with uh, psychedelic effects or anything like that. So. And I, am
0: I correct? This is legal in every state. Yes, it I'm, is legal. Yeah, so this one of the things. This is uh, something that Boone is a big, big uh, advocate for. This is uh, CBD oils. This is supposed to be... I haven't tried it yet, personally. I, I need to jump on board, uh, but uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to yet or not, so I'm actually looking into that. Yeah. And I think I am. Even though I'm military, I think I'm still allowed to you use CBD. You still got CDs. that
1: stigma of it.
0: Right. I'm nervous, right? Yeah. Like, you, but, but let me double check on that for you guys before you do it. If you're military, anyone else, go ahead and check it out. Um, this is warfighter hemp uh what's the promo code for warfighter hemp
1: the promo code for warfighter hemp is vinny v-i-n-n-y it's it that's vinny. it this Promo code is vinny. you're the man on that well you're the i man like on that. that if
0: you use vinny as a promo code you'll get uh a little bit of percentage off am i right
1: yes sir you yeah. will get 10 10 percent
0: off and and uh you guys use that code uh check it out let me know how it goes i would love to hear some of the feedback on this don't forget that's warfighter hemp Uh, Yes, and another one of our sponsors, Article 15 Clothing. You guys know where it's at, article15clothing.com. Check them out. They got women's shirts, men's shirts. They also got some winter line coming out here soon. Check it out. Hey, if you use the promo code ROCCO, R-O-C-C-O, I'm pretty sure it still gives you 10%. If it does, let me know. If it doesn't, let me know. Our next sponsor is Valor. Valorspirits.com has a sweetener that is made from the nectar of the agave plant. Uh, These guys are two combat veterans, one Marine, one Army, are now just living a life trying to make a business And make it happen. I'm very excited to have these guys on board. If you guys want to check their product, you can find it on Amazon. If you can use the promo code, there's the only way you can get on Amazon, you can use the promo code called Vinny Rock, and that's capital V, capital R. Okay? So check them out. That's Valor. It's an art it's not an artificial, it's an actual sweetener. sweetener. Yeah, it's It's an actual sweetener and it's good. It's very good. And it's made from the nectar of the agave plant. I love that.
1: It's uh you put it in my coffee. It's do you? Yeah, it's good.
0: You fucking sweet ass bitch. All right, guys, go check them out. (laughs) Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Vinnie Rock here. I'm here with my boy, uh, Kasner. How's, How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. It's another beautiful Sunday today. It's a great day today. You know, sometimes we record on Sundays, sometimes we record on Wednesdays, sometimes we record on Mondays. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Well, you guys obviously had the release of the Vinnie Rock podcast. I hope to... God, you guys enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's been an interesting interesting thing, just trying to get it uploaded, getting onto iTunes. We're still working on getting on Spotify. I just want to kind of touch base. We're getting on Spotify here soon. We, So just so you know, you have to upload it onto a server, and the server sends it out to other ones, but this server doesn't do Spotify, so now we have to upload it to a new server, and so we have to pay for that. We have to figure out how much megabytes or something like that. Just
1: for you Spotify fans, we got to do it for you.
0: Yeah, so we're going to figure it all out. So we hope you guys... Uh, Honestly, enjoy the show. I would love for more interaction from you guys. Hit us up on the pages and let us know what you would like. Someone said they want a conversation with me and my dad.
1: That would be great because you have a lot of good stories with your about your dad and things that he's done. You've done with him, and they're they're great stories.
0: Dude, my dad. My, we weren't even going to talk about this today. We actually started to try and make a list to kind of keep us on track a little bit more. Um, you know, and and there's I, this isn't even on the list of what I wanted to talk about today. My dad. There's some crazy stories about my dad. My dad is uh, an angry. Puerto Rican at times. We we call him the, you know, the chili pepper Actually he doesn't know this, but I actually referred to him as the Beast, like in my head. Why the Beast? He just reminds me of
1: the Beast. Oh, like from X
0: Men? No. No, from like uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Beauty and Remember, the Beast. Like, okay. Dinners at seven or something. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Get down here now.
0: My dad's the type of guy that would uh he would uh how do you say it? it's like he would wake us up very early in the morning? I'm talking like 7 a.m. in the morning and say half the day is gone. Get up and you're like holy shit, it's 7 a.m.
1: It's like you were living on like a like a farm. Like you well, had to go out and feed the pigs. All yeah, or yeah, we, no, but we didn't. You know, all we yeah, had was know, c-
0: concrete. So we just swept the concrete. Uh, you know, we picked up some of the fruit that fell from the tree. We mowed the lawn. Blah 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 blah. House chores. Yeah. But I'm, this isn't just a Saturday or a Sunday. This is on vacation.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say summer vacation. <laughs> Your Your summer vacation.
0: Bank. Yeah, and he's waking himself at seven o'clock in the morning. I already did. I already walked five miles. I had my coffee. I read the newspaper. What have you
1: done? Did you guys have? I, I know you guys had a pool. Yeah, we did. We had a pool. So did you have to clean it or? No, no, we didn't. Luckily. Okay, good. Dude, when
0: I was younger, we had a pool guy. This is crazy. So I had child asthma. Army, don't kill me now. But I had, I had, I had asthma as a child. Um. That's a funny story because about something else. But here's what happened. A pool guy one time came to the house and decided to put some chlorine into the uh, pool. He turns the knob and the, pff, the lid falls off. The, the thing pops off and just starts spraying whatever the fuck it was everywhere. And dude, we were choking to death. Me, my brother, and his friend were in the backyard running as fast as we could to get into the house because we were
1: dying. Oh, like the fumes? Yeah. Chlorine Whatever. fumes? Whatever well, it was. I there.
0: believe it could have killed us. It might have, might have caused a little bit of damage. He made some
1: chlorine gas on yeah. An accident?
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, if my dad was there, I bet he would have whooped that fucking dude's ass. Like my da- Here's the thing i respected about my dad. Now, dude, we, love, we I would love to talk about fighting one day because I think I, I gained a lot of my fighting mannerisms from my father, but my father was never afraid to fight anyone. And that's something I've always re- admired in him. And I'll talk about when we talk about fighting. I'll explain that more. Is like I've always had fear in fighting. No matter who it is, no matter how trained I am, no matter how untrained the other person is, there's always the fear of that one shot.
1: Like that first rush you get when you or you're, well, you're, I don't want to do it. The anxiety. I, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always an anxiety.
0: Yeah. The, oh, there's always, but but I don't think he, I've never seen that in him, and I don't know if there ever actually is that in him. You know what I'm saying?
1: When you're in the like, when you know that you're in the right, like somebody was being a total dick about yeah. something, you're like, I'm gonna beat this guy's ass. But you start like,
0: yeah. And as soon as all of a sudden it goes toe to toe, you're sitting there like, oh my god, we're about to fight. Yeah. And so my dad never had that. My dad was a very tough, tough dude. He grew up in the streets. He's just kind of this. uh well-mannered, well-respected, just a really good guy, but also don't ever fucking cross him, right? Like, he's one of the guys, like, just have respect. And if you didn't, he would fuck you up. And here's a crazy, here's here's the story. This is just one of several, and I'll I'll wait till my dad is here to actually, I would love to embarrass him a little bit. But one time, we're walking out of a McDonald's, a McDonald's, uh, you know, morning breakfast, on our way to uh, a school, um, no, no, it was a baseball picture day. And so early morning, woke up early, got some breakfast, headed to the car. I'm walking in front of him, just a little bit ahead, probably about 10 feet, you know, just kind of a dumb kid, just doing whatever the fuck I want. Wasn't paying attention. And a car almost hit me. But the car was coming way too fast. Like, he shouldn't be driving that fast. He kind of whipped around the corner too quick. I stopped. He slammed on his brakes. Er, It almost hit me, right? My dad hits the hood of the car and says, hey, slow the fuck down, right? And the guy goes... Fuck you And flips off my dad Right Well by the time This guy's already Has his finger up Flipping off my dad Yeah I'm sitting here Thinking oh fuck Game on Because this dude Does not give a fuck Right He's already taken A few steps towards the dude On the driver's side Where the window was down And just throws his coffee Right off this dude's Fucking face
1: Hot coffee Hot coffee McDonald's hot yeah, coffee Yeah and
0: by then The dude's like ah! And I'm already Getting to the car My dad's getting in the car He goes Just don't tell your mother And we drove off And never spoke about that Ever again Don't say shit to your mother Yeah about this <laughs> So if there's a dude out there that's got a little bit of a of a second degree burn on his crotch for fucking, i flipping off my dad. I'm sorry, uh, that's my pops. He just protects his own, just like any other would. Crazy that, man.
1: Was your dad? Because each parent usually, mostly each dad has like this um, thing they do their kids when they're messing up, like a quick, like they look like slap to the back of the head or like a hair pull kind of thing. No,
0: my dad had to look. The look. You just look at him and you know, like you're fucked. Like he had a look and a lip raise his, his lip would raise one side. Yeah. And you knew <laughs> like, like, <gasps>
1: like he was just getting ready to lose it. Dude,
0: that was worse than the spanking. I, I'd be in tears already seeing it. Like I am fucked.
1: My dad would always do the ear twist. Oh, would he? Like you'd mess up. And- yeah. Yeah. Like just twist her a little bit, and like knock it off. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. My mom used to reach back and grab grabbing you with her nails. She used to have those long nails and just grab that like the calf
1: and squeeze it, and you'd like, be like, Oh shit. Always on the car rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. They'd look at you. The in mom reached race. back. I, I
0: thought it was more of like a Latina reach back, but I heard a lot of people have the reach back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't my matter
1: dad, what race, they all do it. My dad was a sharpshooter, like you'd just give one quick look and then just whack.
0: Oh, my dad had the whistle. We'd be on the playground, and after school playground, running around. I don't make care where the fuck you're at. When you hear dad's whistle, you fucking turn and start running towards it, right? And it's just this, and you're like, oh shit, dad's here, boom, and you start running. It's like the streetlights when they come on almost. Yeah, and you know what's funny? My kids have that. My kids are my kids are very similar. I can do this under, I do this small little, and they all know to look at me. I've and, seen that. Yeah, and it's just like a, a no, no vocals, just a face and a finger, kind of a quick whip, and they know exactly what I mean, whether it's sit down, whether it's stand up, whether it's let's go they on un- they all get it here's the coolest thing about that like if you're walking i'm gonna show you see one day we say we're walking to church or we're walking to in a, in a driveway in a parking lot whatever it is as soon as i say stop stop they all stop <laughs> like on a fucking dime bro like and, the- <laughs> it, and, and part of me feels like damn i got them well trained the other part's like damn why are they so well trained
1: <laughs> it's like that game when you played uh As a kid, that red light, yellow light, green light. Yeah, exactly.
0: No, as soon as I say stop, they all stop. Like they could be talking, laughing. It don't fucking matter. They're so well trained. I guess it's just we do it so often that as soon as I say stop, they do. They stop moving.
1: Well, if you got six kids and you're out in public, they got to, you know. Have you ever seen my six kids embarrass me? No, not once. Not once. Not once.
0: Not once. My kids are very well mannered in public as they should be. I don't give a fuck if you have ten kids. If you're raising them right, they will not embarrass you in public. Now at home, they run around like crazy asses, right? And that, that's They're what always kids blinding, do. though. Yeah, but that's the coolest thing of a big family. They stay engaged with each other, doing all kinds of cool shit. But when you go in public, and if you don't have manners, they get the look. Well,
1: how many times you've been like in a grocery store or? Uh, I, this is one of the reasons why I don't go to Walmart. Yeah, is you'll just be walking looking for something, and all of a sudden there's just some random one random little kid just running through the aisle he trips me out screaming yelling it's like where are your parents at like what are you doing dude if any of us did
0: that as kids we'd get our asses kicked
1: oh yeah guaranteed
0: my kids know better it, to me it's one of those things like if you have fucking kids and you're not trying to raise them with manners if you're not trying to raise them with the common decency to appreciate other people's space right like common basic courtesies of don't let your kids fucking scream and cry the whole t- the whole time th- throughout a dinner at a nice restaurant right just basic ass shit
1: don't bring a baby to a movie movie theater
0: yeah and if you do that baby better be quiet as fuck right and soon as soon as it fucking starts crying you stand up and get the hell out of there yeah exactly that's what i do that's what i used to do yeah like my kids right now they will not they 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 better not like a movie to me (laughs) is the most important time of my day if i'm sitting there watching a movie there's no lights on there's no one talking dude my lady tries to talk to me sometimes during a movie i just give it a look like
1: uh, I'm the same way that people Whenever I watch a movie with somebody, somebody they're like I'm like yo this is a great movie This is a great movie and like, Yeah, oh, yeah, like we really want to watch it You know and sit down And start watching it Dude And then they're talking the whole time or they're like Getting up doing something and this, You're like dude just, yeah, You're not even You're missing
0: I like to be this watching. is an important a movie. part Yeah I like to be so engulfed In a fucking movie I feel like I'm actually there Like I'm sitting there In the city that they're in Just walking by And listening to this Like I'm so engulfed in, in that shit right Like fully feeling it right and then someone goes and fucks that up. It's well, like,
1: that's one of the things you had to get into, like with acting. Like you got to be, yeah, like you got to be there. You be there.
0: Yeah. you mentally have to be there. Well, and that's funny, dude. So it's the crazy thing about like me getting on. Uh, so it's hard to explain. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Being able to be a part of the Mayans MC uh, pilot filming. You know, obviously there's going to be a refilming. Uh, there's going to be a reshoot here soon. I can't say whether I'm a part of that or not, (laughs) but the first one, you know, just for me getting that role was a wild experience, right? It was just kind of timing. Someone said it this way, it's uh, preparation meets opportunity. And that's essentially what it was. Like a lot of people don't realize, like I'd done some theater in, uh, when I was in junior college with, uh, at Glendale community college, uh, I had a couple theater classes and, uh, didn't get to do much, um, outside of the classroom. Like I didn't actually do a play or anything like that, but I did enough in the classroom. Um, and, and I've always been a part of like public speaking courses. I've always done this stuff. So I'm very comfortable in that space and I kind of know what I need to do. So with a little bit of training I had and got the opportunity to, to show up and, and read my lines, uh, I had to be fully there. Right. I, I, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. The first time I ever walked into one, it was a Toyota commercial when I was 18.
1: Oh, Toyota. Huh? Yeah.
0: So remember, I, in one of the pockets, I talked about how I couldn't read very well. Yeah. So at 18 years old, I go to a, a open audition. At the time, I'm very thin, lean. I have a six-pack. I'm thinking, like, dude, I can do this. I, I wore these. I remember these blue pants, white shoes, and a, and a sweater shirt, like a V-neck sweater shirt. Like,
1: like the old yeah. college prep ones? Where it's oh, like, no, 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 no.
0: An actual, like a regular V, not a deep V. I didn't go deep V. Now, at that time, the deep Vs weren't in okay yeah so it's just regular v uh hair was long and curly at the time i gelled it down so it looked like uh it was dude I was a mess either way i showed up there thinking <laughs> i was gonna kill it
1: wait was this were you already like like hair like long and curly bleached and yeah it was it okay. was
0: just pretty much I, I had to calm down the little bit of a fro that i had and turn it, it like it was like jerry curl kind of look Perci-
1: it's what it was <laughs> You're About like easy e
0: yeah well not so much right because my hair isn't as coarse but it was it was there it had the curls yeah i was working the curls um, so I showed up and I didn't know that I was going to be reading lines at the time I thought I was going there for an audition I guess I didn't know what to expect. I grew up in LA area So obviously everyone kind of does this is everyone kind of takes their shot at trying to be in acting They gave me the lines and it was for a toyota commercial, which I, I was like, oh, okay, that'd, that'd be cool um, but I couldn't read And so i'm like, you know, I could read this the words like the and I could read hey You know like basic s words, but then you start getting into the other things that I was having trouble and then that plus anxiety Right, it, it it started. Really, I started sweating. I started stuttering the words. I kept having to read off paper, which understanding like, reading off paper is not the most professional way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up just walking out.
1: Did they just go they're before like, they told you like get the fuck out of here? I,
0: I walked out there. I was like, they're like, sure. I was like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. So I walked out.
1: So before they told you just to get out. Yeah. Like, and, and thank you. We'll give you a call. Is dude, that what you usually say?
0: I was almost in tears in my car because I was like, whoa! I just completely. Completely up. What kind up. of car were you driving back then? Uh, at the 10, I had a Chevy S10. Chevy S10. Yeah, Chevy S10. Uh, the, it, it overheated all the time, so I had to keep the heater on with the windows down just to make sure the heat pulled out of the engine.
1: Those no shit. Did
0: that trick work? Because I was told I've, that. I've never heard of it. Yeah, uh, you you put the heater running, so it pulls out the heat from the engine area, and it cools down the engine.
1: So you're just you're just uh, 105 degrees in the valley. Just miserable. 160 degrees in your yeah. car.
0: And so now that now years later, I get the opportunity to go to go up to uh, do an open read. I even told him, I said, look, I read slow. And at this, I don't read that slow anymore. I think more anxiety is just like, just don't fuck this up. you know." And so they sent me the script the day before. Um, I had the fortunate opportunity to talk with a buddy of mine who is a pretty well known actor. He stopped by at lunch and kind of gave me some pointers. Um, and so he really kind of gave me, he's the one who got the audition, I guess, for me. He forwarded the email I sent to him. To the right people, the right people liked my look—the tattoos, the the you know all that, the stuff from Range Fifteen, the stuff that I've already had. They really enjoyed the look, and so they decided that uh, they'd give me the opportunity to do a read. So I showed up there with uh, you know Christy, and I told her like, "Look, I'm gonna try and look the part a little bit better." It was kind of recommended to a couple people of mine, and so I showed up with uh, you know white shirt, Chuck Taylors, blah 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 blah, shaved head. And uh, I walked in, and they're like, "Ah, oh, nice to meet you." Blah blah blah. Well, I showed up there, and there was someone else walking out that looked very similar. I'm like, "Fuck, dude!"
1: So just similar to you?
0: Well, it's just it's similar to look. The, the yeah, yeah, like bald like, head. like, like lat- Latino dude, fucking some tattoos, you know. But I still felt I looked a little bit more authentic, if you will. Right. And so continued on. I went into the room. She's there again. This is the, this is the second time I've ever done this. There's a camera in the room. They record you, and they give you your lines. Wendy starts saying her lines, and she sounds just like a Latin dude. She does the part like an actress or an actor. Uh, and then I did my part, and so I felt really good about it. She even gave me a, she gave me a hug. She was like, oh, "It was really good. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So we leave. Uh, I fly home, and then they give me the call. like Kurt now wants to see it. So I have to fly back the next day to freaking do my part in front of Kurt Sutter. Now, Kurt Sutter is a huge freaking dude. I'm a, it's a big deal to me. I'm excited about it. And so I'm like, fuck yeah, I got to do it. So I got to drop another $700 because flying out of El Paso to LA is not cheap. $700, get there. Now I'm reading two different parts. They gave me another character they want me to read for. And so I had to read both of them in front of of Kurt. And, uh, you know, it uh, it went well.
1: Yeah, the rest. The rest is... Soon to be history. Soon to be history,
0: I guess. Dude, but it's crazy because around some of these actors... I looked up to, uh, you know, my whole life, and, or or just big fans of now, and and just trip out to be in the same room with these guys and seeing the difference of production from what Range Fifteen does into what this does, uh, and and how much more, uh, I guess, serious and yeah, like I was, professional.
1: I was going to ask you because I mean, you had some guys on Range Fifteen that were in some, you know, pretty big, meet, like Sean Astin and huge, you know, Shatner, because I mean, there's some method actors out there. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Were they because it's relaxed set? Were they kind of just that way? Yeah. Just well, relaxed? dude,
0: I thought Emilio, Emilio Rivera, that's the guy who plays uh, Marcus Alvarez. I I was thinking he was gonna be just a great actor. Like that's him, bro. He's a good actor, but that's just the way he is. He's him, bro. He's the most authentic, real, uh, honest people I've met in a long time. I mean, I just read a, I just wrote a, um, a, a, I guess a blog about um, Joseph, Raymond, yeah. dude he's again another one of those dudes that's just honest, real. Lived through some crazy lives, like insane and and, and and inspiring to hear from what they started and what they're doing now. Kind of okay? like
1: they don't know what to be besides themselves.
0: Yeah, they're just themselves. There's no reason to fucking be bullshit. There's no fucking there's no faking the funk in that group, you know. Guys like the, Emilio has done so much and uh and people don't realize like I guess, you know, Hollywood hasn't been nicest to him, but the guy continues to be a positive badass dude. I just like I just loved being around those guys. You know what I mean? Guys like El, Elgin, uh one of the other writers, he, he became famous or I guess well known off of those um, ganglands. Remember the ganglands they used to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the first dudes on one of those ganglands. uh i believe it's called stp i don't even know what the name was his gang whatever it was his crew was not really necessarily a crew but it kind of got notoriety and known as one um so was he one of the guys that was on there he's one of the main dudes who started go ahead and go ahead and do me a favor google that real quick yeah google up uh elgin james and so you're gonna see exactly you're gonna see exactly what i'm talking about but dude Funny thing is, he's also one of the writers of another movie that I was like, dude, I can't wait to watch this movie called. Uh... And I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm talking to him. He, he's like, oh man, dude, I saw some of your Instagrams. Da 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 He goes, you not, you might know my brother, right? So he's got a brother uh, that that grew up in in a foster care with him, right? And one of his buddies, one one of his brothers. His brother is Jocko, dude. Oh really? Yeah. They call each other brothers, right? Because I mean, that's how they grew up, right? Uh, yeah. That's that's his brother. He Goes, you might know my brother. I was like uh i know exactly who the fuck that dude is he's a badass right oh, He goes, yeah. like i don't know him personally but i'm a big fan of him right he goes yeah yeah i'm gonna talk to him about you you might know who you are right and so i'm like holy shit and then someone i post a picture with him someone tells me he goes dude that's a guy from Gangling. i'm like what do you mean
1: yeah dude. Our, the fsu the friends stand united yes fsu dude boston <laughs> massachusetts that's-
0: so this dude is the fucking creator of that with some of his homeboys Right, ends up getting in trouble from that essentially, but but uh, does some time you know, and uh, he ends up writing this, the 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 script um, Lowriders, which I told him I was like, dude, I'm excited for this new film called called Lowriders. He goes, I wrote it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he just kind of like, yeah, whatever, I wrote it. Yeah, I wrote <laughs> it. And I was it. like, yeah. dude, that's so rad. And so he's one of the writers for that. Uh, awesome, awesome dude. He's he's one of the guys on board with the Minds MC as well. Uh, it's just cool to be surrounded by these guys that just. You know they're just doing it, man. You know what I mean. Whatever their past was, it doesn't matter. Change is obviously possible. These guys have proven that from time to time again in Hollywood. Now making crazy, crazy changes and 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 kind of opening the doors in Hollywood for guys like you know that that finally decided to change their life and, and use their their skill sets for either acting or or in an artistic way or writing or whatnot. Their inspiration. Oh, dude, it's freaking awesome. Either way, I'm just blessed to be a part of that. I hope that I hope that journey continues and. Uh, it, Man, I you know I don't even know what to say about it. You were saying
1: something the other day that you wanted to like eventually get into like a like a drama role, like a.
0: Well, dude, the thing for me is like, people, if if anyone wants to understand why acting for me is like, I don't know, I want to do it, but you know what, the coolest thing about it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to get a character, try and portray that character on film, and have people to completely believe it, right? And so that to me is like. Whatever character I have, I want to be able to portray it and so realistic that people believe it, right? And they believe that. Yeah, that's the end goal. Like, so if someone, so if I do some shady ass shit on fucking, and as an actor, people in, you know, in the civilian world can be like, hey, you're an asshole. I'm like, good. That means I'm a good actor, right? Because there's There's certain
1: actors. You just hate because of that one role.
0: There's certain actors I can't fucking stand.
1: Like Joaquin Phoenix in Gladiator. Bro. I I hated them.
0: I want to walk up to him and stab him in the fucking rib just like he did fucking, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was for Russell.
1: That was for Maximus. That was for
0: Maximus. You who, uh, fucking bastard.
1: Who are some of the actors that you like really look up to that, I mean, that you're just like, man, that's just a great, great actor. Uh,
0: you know what's funny is um, one of the first actors that I've really kind of like, Edward Norton Jr. You know, he did one film a while back and I can't write, Primal, Evil, Primal Fear. Uh, Primal Fear. Is that the one where he was a altar boy was raped by a, Priest, he ends up murdering the priest. Yeah, and then fucking acting like he has two different personalities. In the end, he really doesn't. Yeah. So he got away with the plea, the plea as as in the insanity plea.
1: Yeah, it's with Richard Gere. Yes, so at the end, like Richard Gere walks oh away after God. Edward says something, and then Richard Gere stops and and's like
0: one of those movies where you're like. Oh, dude, that dude's dope. And then he did Fight Club, which I thought was
1: great, right? Well, sorry for ruining the Primal Fear for you guys if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if you haven't, it's a great movie.
0: If you haven't, fuck you. It's, it, it's old.
1: You should yeah. have seen it. Those are like '92 or '95. Yeah, you're an
0: asshole if you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what? The other thing is though, who's the other actor? Just recently, the actor that plays, um, the actor that plays in the movie, uh, what is it? With the multiple personalities, like ten different personalities, twelve different personalities, uh, Switch or something like that, or oh,
1: uh, McAvoy. Is that his name? He was he was in the X Men. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, James McAvoy, I think. Dude, what a dope ass! As I would say this: the film
0: is interesting, but his acting is fucking dope.
1: I haven't seen it yet. It was Switch. Is it called Switch? That's it. I think that's what it's. I think called. that's what it's called. Yeah.
0: By the way, blew blew me away. And That's another one of those actors that is just like fucking. I think Jennifer Lawson's, uh, Lawson, 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 Jennifer L- Lawrence. Lawrence. I think yeah. she's amazing.
1: Did you ever see uh, Winter's Winner's Bone?
0: No, did you see Silver Lining? What is it, Silver Lining? I didn't little? see that one yet. It's a great one? Another, another one? It's another great one. I, yeah. got, I guess I got to sit you, down and watch the You got to watch it, yeah. Don't Jennifer be an asshole. Don't be talking about movies you don't know.
1: Don't be an asshole, right? I think Denzel's always dope. You know what I mean?
0: Like, Denzel in the movie, what's the one where, where he rescues the girl? Uh, oh,
1: A Man on Fire? M- dude. I was, I've was i seen that movie probably Watkins, 50 times. Christopher Walken's
0: um, narrative, narrating the part about Creasy is probably my favorite scene.
1: I guess he ad-libbed that.
0: Yeah. He's the type of man that... uh, (laughs) Like, dude!
1: He's uh, eating the strawberries or whatever. Did he really ad lib that? Yeah, he he improved that. Fucking amazing, dude. I read it anyways.
0: Yeah, well, dude, that's that's why I have you here with all the useless knowledge that you provide.
1: Dude! (laughs) I'm full of them.
0: (laughs) Besides those movies, there's something I want to talk about today. One of the funniest experiences I've ever had in life, and I felt like a fool, but it was hilarious. While I was in the Border Patrol Academy, I have a lot of – actually, maybe we'll do a full show on the Border Patrol one day because there's a lot to talk about, about a lot of the crazy, funny, weird uh, scenarios I've got myself into. But this is one of the funniest ones. I'm a big fan of Frisbee golf, right? A Frisbee golf, disc golf, people call it. Yes. Yeah, I, I learned how to do this. I learned how to do it in – I think it was actually the first place I ever heard about it was Chico.
1: Yeah. And if I remember correctly – Pretty big in Chico. Yeah. It was
0: Doesn't it origin, originate somewhere in Northern California?
1: I'm not sure about that. I'll – Actually looked that up because I'm pretty up.
0: sure it does originate somewhere in Northern California, but uh, yeah. So I take my disc golfs with me, right? And I call them disc golfs. That's what I like to call them. Uh, and if you guys don't know what frisbee golf, disc golf is, you can kind of Google it, check it out. So what it is is like it's very similar to golf if you play golf, but you have these discs that are frisbees. Essentially, they're smaller than a frisbee, they're heavier. You have a putter, you have a driver, you have a long range, you have all these different kind of things, right? And all it is is the way they've float, the way they roll, and whatnot. And so they have these baskets, if you will, and you've probably seen them at parks and never understood what the fuck it was, but it's a basket with chains, and the chains slow down the Frisbee to catch it into the bottom basket. And if you hit that bottom basket, that's your your, skull, your score, your hole-in-one, whatever. that's your goal. So where did it originate?
1: <clears throat> well, they said it originated in the early 1900s in Canada, Whoa! but um, modern disc golf started in the 60s. Yeah. And there's a bunch of different places, but they think like students at Rice University, some places in Georgia, uh, Santa Barbara. So all over. Yeah, just kind of. I mean, it's the '60s. They,
0: they were yeah. doing whatever. So, so I, I picked it up. You know what? I started playing a lot in the military. I remember in, um, in Fort Benning, Georgia, they have a disc golf of Fort Benning, Georgia, on Fort Benning, Georgia, on, on base. I was there for the uh, language course, and I went and picked up a few discs, and started playing it here and there. And then uh, I traveled. Oh, man, my buddy Chip Bryant and uh, Chris Carnahan. Chris Carnahan, Chip Bryant, man, and wherever you guys are at, you know I love you. I think uh, Chip is in Houston. I think uh, Chris is in California. Crazy dudes, man. W- crazy dudes. I mean, we-, we used to ride trains one time. Uh, w- w- Yeah, we jumped on a moving train.
1: Oh, like like a hobo style.
0: Yeah, we just did. We did. And we rode it for about a good half mile and jumped off into some grass like, okay, I don't know where that's taking me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was scary as hell to do that shit, right? Yeah, because like, there's other... That's a big, that's a whole different life.
0: It's not smart to do, but we did it. Uh, We were fools. But we were doing a language course, and uh, we were out there, and that's where I started playing a lot of, and then I continued on. So back to the story. I'm in the Board Patrol Academy now, and I knew that we we're gonna have some weekends off, so I decided to bring a disc golf and kind of keep myself busy. I do my best to do that quite a bit to keep myself out of trouble or to keep myself w- without being bored all the time. I decided to kind of do something active, and disc golf's a fun thing, and it's not hard to take a couple discs with you anywhere and play.
1: Yeah, all you need is pretty much two to three discs. Two to
0: three discs, and you can play a whole game. Yeah, it's just that's, it's like I, nine, it's like nine uh, nine uh three par nine hole freaking golf cars. Yeah, I used to play course.
1: a lot back in the day too, but yeah, you know, like me and my buddies were there like drinking beer. Yeah, you, you do that's exactly if you bring so. it. Whatever. Yeah, you
0: bring a good six pack or twelve pack, and you just yeah. sip the whole way through. Cruising
1: around, throwing your throw in
0: your disc bag. It's just a uh, yeah. You do it chanclas on, you know, sandals or barefoot, whatever. <laughs> ch- what's what's Chanclas.
1: Ch- oh, chanclas, Okay. Yeah, that's the
0: like, uh, <laughs> Spanish. I don't even know, but either way, so I took a buddy with mine, dude, and uh, his name is Foreman. Last name's Foreman, and so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so we go playing That's one like, of those stories? Yeah, it's funny because I, I end up throwing the, throwing the disc a few times He's like, dude, what's this game, bro? And he's a, he's a San Diego kid And he's like, dude, this is fucking cool, right? He's kind of like a uh, surfer kind of San
1: Diego kid, but didn't know what disc golf was? No, I
0: didn't know what disc golf was Or maybe he's heard about it or something But he's not much of a baseball player He's not much of a thrower So I guess he, he wanted to go out there and check it out, right? And so I took him Dude, his first few throws, I swear he didn't go fucking 20 feet Right. They were just terrible. All left, right. Dude, just like, I was like, what the fuck? This guy throws terrible, right? So he started learning how to really throw, and he's a competitive dude, so he's trying to get good at this. And so we're at a hole, and it's a straightaway, man. And it's probably a good, probably 300, man, I wouldn't even say yards. Probably, let's say about 150 yards. Mm
1: -hmm. That sounds about right. About Ah. 450 feet, right?
0: Man, I, I can't say. Let's see. 100 yards of the football field. More realistically, let's say it's 75 yards. Okay. 75 yards away. It's a good throw. It's a good throw to get close to the pin. And you don't – it's very rare anyone's going to get a hole in one. You're just going to throw it and yeah, see what happens. They don't happen
1: very often. Right.
0: And so I threw mine, and I could throw pretty fucking hard. And so I knew I was going to get close to the pin within the first throw. And, and I had this throw where I know it kind of goes left a little bit, then goes right, and kind of drops center. Um, there was a guy sitting at a park bench eating his lunch. And it's pretty far, right? I've never seen my buddy throw it more than freaking 20, 40 feet. Like, so I'm like, whatever, right? And he goes, oh, dude, I don't know if I should throw, man. That guy's over there. I was like, bro, you've never fucking thrown farther than 20, 40 feet. What do you fucking <laughs> I think he'll be about? okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy's safe. If he's still right in front of you, I don't think you can fucking hit him with this goddamn disc, right? <laughs> and then this fucking kid throws, it. and I swear to you, the gods came down and picked up that fucking disc and held it for a while and just slammed it into this fucking dude's face, bro.
1: Did you see it? Like
0: I saw it leave his hand, and I was like... Oh, my God.
1: I just I just like, jinxed that guy. How the
0: hell did it catch air? It's like the wind came up and lifted it, carried it. It went far left and started coming down right, faster and faster down, and it looked closer. We started, I grabbed his shoulder thinking like, oh, shit. And my buddy goes, no, no. And he goes, sir. <laughs> 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 and the dude gets hit square in the fucking face. It knocks him off his off his fucking bench where he's eating lunch, and onto his back,
1: sandwich everywhere, everything, everything gone.
0: And I start running like, <gasps> and my buddy's like, "No, man, no! I told you I shouldn't have thrown it." And I'm thinking like, "Fuck, dude, I've never seen you throw a pass, fuck." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, how the, am I supposed to know? How the gonna fuck happen? was that going to happen, right? So we, this story gets better. So we're running over there, and, and I'm like, part of me's dying inside. Like that was the fucking most epic thing I've ever seen. Not.
1: It just happened. Around. How the fuck did this
0: dude square in the fucking face from that far with a disc off? Like, it, 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 never in a million years did this ever happen again. And then it gets crazier. So I'm right. running over there and I see there's, there's blood in this guy's face. His glasses fucking cut his fucking eyebrow pretty bad. Oh, so he's yeah. deep cut. So now it has got a good cut. And it's bleeding, right? And the face bleeds quite a bit, but it's bleeding. And I, here's here's my fucking, my two stance. I say, sure, let me, let, let me help you. I'm an EMT. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, and he goes. I'm a doctor. <laughs> hey, doctor, you idiots! <laughs> I, I was like, oh shit! Tell me what to do. exactly. How can I help you? What do you need? He goes. The, the hospital's right there, dude. It was fucking fifty feet away. The hospital's right there. He goes. Just take me there. I'm like, okay. So as we're walking up there, I was like, so w- w- what do you do? He goes. I'm the lead surgeon. This fucking dude is the lead surgeon, bro. <laughs> so we, we fucked up the lead surgeon's eye. I don't know who had a surgery later that day but didn't get it done, obviously.
1: Oh the I was, chain of events.
0: I was terrified. I'm thinking we're getting sued. So I sat there to make sure the whole time they took care of him. They put stitches on his eye and I drove him home. And I'm like and I kept like kinda like, Sir, you know, we didn't mean he goes, Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's all good. You guys, you know, I didn't expect to come that far. I should have moved. Uh, you know, and I'm like, Yeah, my friend throws Throws fucking... I think goofy. he was
1: looking at it going, there's no way that's going to hit me. Yeah. There's he, no way he that's He probably gonna... saw my friend's Wait first a <laughs> few throws and was like, this guy throws like a fucking I'll just pitch. sit down right here. And then
0: he fucking chucks one at him. Just almost slice him in half. Dude, if it was a fucking racer fucking boomerang, it would have cut him in half.
1: Just a cartoon style? Yeah.
0: Dude. The story doesn't end there.
1: Dude. There's more to it? Yeah.
0: So I finished the Border Patrol Academy and I start going into the Spanish portion. Yes, I don't speak Spanish well enough to get Spanish done in the academy, so I had to stay an extra month. While in Spanish Academy, I found a lump in my breast, and this is just, this is an honest, honest story.
1: So you thought you freaked out.
0: Yeah, so I had to go get checked, and uh, they decided they wanted to remove the the lump. It was becoming a benign. It was a benign tumor.
1: Oh, okay. So it was a tumor.
0: Yeah, it was a growth, and, and yeah, and so. They uh they took it out and guess who the surgeon
1: was? The guy that you hit in the face? <laughs> dude, surgeon Rahimi, dude. Surgeon Rahimi. He shows up and I'm like, <gasps> Did he recognize you? Yes. He was gonna like he didn't put on like a third nipple or he nothing did like a, that. Dude,
0: that's what I was terrified. He did a smirk and I was like, Please don't cut off the wrong side. Yeah. He goes, I'm gonna wake up with breasts and You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. He goes, oh,
1: there you go. Dude. Yeah, that karma could have came full circle. It was
0: so fucking crazy, and so yeah, so he ended up doing the surgery. Everything was great. Tested, uh, the tested, the lump was benign, and so we're good to go. Just, just
1: like what <laughs> that's a, crazy. It's a small world, dude.
0: I couldn't even believe that that happened. It's just, it's just one of the craziest things that's ever happened, dude. But, but,
1: well, are you freaking out? Like, you're gonna obviously you're scared about the surgery, the lump. I was more terrified like that. of, and then of, you see the doctor, and you're going, Yeah, what? I okay. thought he
0: was like, oh, okay, he's gonna cut off my fucking leg. Like, yeah. or he's gonna render my dick useless. <laughs> like, <laughs> just cut this right here. Yeah, cut this nerve here. He can't won't really be able to use that anymore because he's an asshole. But either way, that was done. Uh, again, uh, Dr. Rahimi, if you're listening, I apologize still to this day about my friend's throw. And Foreman, if you're listening, please do not play golf, frisbee golf, ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you are lethal with those throws. Oh my gosh, that's oh my God. Hilarious. dude! Here's something crazy to me: the Mandela effect. I've talked about this before on the Drink Bros podcast. And, yeah. <clears> and <throat> Thanks
1: and, and, for bringing that up to me or introducing me to that world because it's been freaking me out for yeah. a while now.
0: Dude, I still, to this day, think the weirdest thing is the Sinbad movie.
1: The yeah. Shazam. Were, we talked about this with a big yeah, group of people. We were just, with the, we were just with the
0: crew. We were with the crew, a film crew that we're working with right now on a project that we obviously cannot talk about right now. But the film crew was like, what are you talking about? Mandela effect. And
1: so, so the re- nobody house, knew what else would, have, nobody else. It all
0: happened because we have one of our camera guys. He believes in weird shit. And I always tell him like, I always want to try and get shit out of him. Whether it's like UFOs, whether it's ghosts, whether it's Bigfoot, whether it's, well,
1: when he, when he starts to talk about things a little bit, he's like, oh yeah. And he gives you this big smile yeah, and you think he's fucking with you, but no, he's, yeah. he's really, he's, that's how he is. He's like, oh yeah.
0: Right. He knows, he knows a lot more than he needs to. And, and dude. This is where I don't fuck with, right? Because I lived a long time researching and trying to find out more about aliens, about the Loch Ness Monster, about Bigfoot. And I told you, someone, someone one of my friends in like 7th, 8th grade said, don't do that, bro. The more you get to know, you're going to have the men in black come at your door. And I'm like, what the fuck's he talking about, right? Like, you're full of shit, Dude. I was terrified of that even happening, that I stopped researching all this. Cause well,
1: this was before the movie came out, right? Way before the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. dude. I, I heard about the Men in Black from one of my friends who somehow fucking heard about the Men in Black from somewhere else. And the whole idea was is that if you research too much about fucking aliens and all that shit, like they're going to fucking- They're going to show up at your yeah, house and take gonna you like, away. Yeah, the government's going to be like, fuck you, dude. I don't
1: think they have a denuralizer. They probably just take you somewhere. Well,
0: dude, have you seen the movie Fire in the Sky?
1: Oh, that, yeah. Is once. that not
0: the most terrifying thing you've ever seen? Yeah,
1: one, I've seen it once, and then that's, that was terrifying. for me. It was not for me. The thing that
0: screwed me up as a kid is that the fact that all those guys passed a lie detector test.
1: Yeah, all five, or was it four or five? Four or five, I don't know. Wait. Yeah, there's...
0: Dude, and, and, and the visuals that movie had made me feel like, dude, what are they doing? Like, it's scary as hell. But it just
1: looks like the deer in the headlights and...
0: Well, have I ever told you about the UFO?
1: you I've I've mentioned it. You've mentioned it. You haven't told me the full story yet, though. Dude, we were. <laughs> I was. You're like, I've seen UFO, and I was like, All right, well, he's just fucking with me. Dude, I was doing a land nav
0: course with the military. It was a night land nav course, and I and I remember plotting my points, and I found that my first point was way out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, Damn, okay. Once I get this point, it's easy street from here on out. But I gotta walk a good almost a click and a half to get there, you know. And so uh, I start walking, and I'm getting out there, and and. Like I said, I believe in a lot of this weird stuff, and I don't know if I believe it or not, but I know it, it can get to me. It makes me think.
1: I, I start thinking really deep about. It. Well, especially at nighttime and when you're by yourself. Yeah, you're by yourself. Yeah, it's everything's like, going through your. Start hearing
0: weird shit. You know what I mean? I'm not crickets. Yeah, what is that? I try to act tough. I'm not that fucking tough. If you put a spider across my face, I'm gonna fucking scream. You know what I <laughs> mean? And so, I found my point way out in the middle of nowhere. It's just me, and there's no other soldiers even close to me. And uh, I write my point on the paper and I, as I put my paper away because you kind of have to storm the right way to make sure you don't lose them I look up and I see a five light object that's uh, just above the trees it is a, uh, let's see, it's like the evergreen trees in, in Washington
1: yeah, they're big, feet, pine, big feet pine tall, trees yeah, like oh, at least, gotta be yeah. hundred feet tall
0: and so I see one up there and I'm thinking like what the fuck, and I looked again like bullshit, like what is that like I know what I'm seeing it's not the stars behind it, it's something floating there above the tree line. I'm like, yeah, right. And It wasn't making any noise. No noise. None, 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 none was whatever. And so I was like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, all right, stay calm, dude. Don't fucking freak yourself out. So just get your shit and start walking away.
1: Did you have to like pick up like a, like a, they have something out there for you that you have to pick up? No,
0: so you just write down a piece of paper and you leave. Okay. And these points are just out there, right? And so it's just, you write the number on that point. Like it's F7 or whatever the fuck, right? So I, (laughs) I look up and as I'm walking away, it moves with me. Stays up as deep, as high as it was, but moves with me in the direction I was moving. And it doesn't make any noise. And that's when I started getting spooked. I'm like, what the fuck? So I moved a little bit more. I started jogging a little bit, looked up and it's still following me, dude. And so at that point, all I saw was my vision of fucking fire in the sky and I'm getting sucked into the You, you didn't,
1: you didn't have like the, like you I'm brave enough. I'll just sit here and wait for, stop and look no, at this thing. No, no, no. It was a, oh fuck, they're about to snag me up. And I
0: said, fuck no and i started running and i swear to you i said fuck no out loud like fuck this or something and i was gone and i start running with like not a care in the fucking world i'm going through bushes i'm going through fucking trees i'm hitting branches i'm making the most noise in the world and i think i'm still screaming hell no somebody help (laughs) so i ran probably about a good mile half mile and so i ran into a guy named john leland and he's like what's wrong and i was like i look back and the thing's gone and I, don't have, and I don't have the heart to tell the dude like bro I just saw a fucking UFO
1: right I just like who are you going to tell that to they're going to be like you're full of shit well
0: eventually I had to by the time I got back I got back to the first one I was like what happened I was like I, I lost my paper he goes how right dude I was a pretty good soldier dude I didn't fuck too many things up and so I think that's why it was kind of a little bit easier for me but then he goes you know what happened I was like uh, why? Well, uh, kind of hard to say you're not going to believe me for sure. he's like what do, you, what do you mean he goes I got chased by a UFO. <laughs> dude, he was just like, shut the fuck up. Did he give you a look? Like, yeah, oh, dude, I was doing push-ups and him. shit. He's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Be ser- like, first of all, I'm being serious. Like, I swear to you, I'm not lying. I would never say this. You know I'm fucking normal as fuck. I don't ever- like, I'm not a fucking weirdo, dude, but I fucking- something chased me. Something fucking followed me about the fucking tree line, made no goddamn noise, and followed me for a good distance until someone else showed up and then bounced. Right? And so, dude, I had to explain this to my platoon and they were fucking dying, dude.
1: You had to get up in front of everybody and yeah, tell them? Yeah,
0: and tell my like, guys and tell them like, I, Did I, your first
1: I, sergeant say, all right, I want you to tell yeah, everybody I, yeah, what exactly. happened? Yeah, I had to
0: tell them. And so people were laughing. They thought it was funny. But, but, dude, it was the most, I'm being completely honest. Here, here's what I think. If it's not aliens, who gives a fuck, right? I think maybe because I was in a military base, maybe the military was working on some kind of version of a drone at the time. Maybe.
1: I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, those drones are loud. Here's the truth.
0: I can't explain what the fuck it was.
1: I know it happened. It was unidentified. It was, unidentified. It was, it was unidentified. flying, and was right. some kind of object. And
0: I hope to God I never see one again because it scared the fucking shit well, out. of me. Well, I mean,
1: you believe in aliens, right? I mean, do you? Or do? I mean, it's kind it's, of hard. It's one for of the
0: things. Like, so, so I'm a guy. I'm a man of faith, mm-hmm. right? And so you're kind of on this weird. I would say I'm a man of faith, but I'm not. I'm not on the side of faith so much that like I, I'm not close minded to to think anything. Uh, I'm one of those guys, I'm open minded. I'd say this. That dude. It's a big ass fucking universe. It's huge, and I feel like it's almost a mathematical fact that there's more shit out there.
1: Yeah, like Earth's not even a speck of dust compared to everything, that's right? Co- you know, that's out there. Right.
0: right now, how does that fit into faith? No idea, right? And so that's why it's always this weird conflict for me. But I'm—it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, I believe there's ghosts, right? I've never seen one. But I, I I fucking heard enough stories and looked up enough weird shit and like God that's weird and I
1: I hope to God I never see one. <laughs> Lost countless hours at night like looking on the internet. About I, yeah, ghosts. dude, I spent years
0: doing this shit now, right? Do, like,
1: have you, do you ever look at the videos on YouTube? Oh like yeah, gross ghost things. I
0: watch it and i try trying to see if it's fake or not, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I love scary movies because I like the ones that actually scare me. But it's like, dude, I, I do I believe in aliens? I believe that there's got to be right. Almost, almost like there's got to be something out there,
1: somewhere. We can't see it, maybe which, or whatever. Which but
0: flips the the Mandela effect. That's what I yes, it goes right insane. back to the Mandela effect. Is like the Mandela effect. If you guys are listening right now and don't know what it is, you go check it out, and it's gonna fucking ruin your goddamn day. It's probably gonna ruin your fucking month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you're not gonna understand and believe half this shit. But what, essentially, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the most basic version of what it is. Essentially, is two parallel universes. Two parallel universes collide, and uh, now we're living in a universe currently that is multiple different universes that came to one. When, why, who knows? They say maybe the guys at DARPA are fucking around too much with the antimatter or black matter, right? Correct? Yeah. Things like that. They also say maybe it was fucking Y2K. All this fucking weird shit. Now it sounds like I'm a complete fucking weirdo saying this shit. Like it sounds like, like I'm I'm an idiot. Like anyone listening, like dude, this guy's you're full of shit. Like I'm not. I swear
1: to you, I'm normal as fuck. We were just getting ready to go up on a run. And yeah. like we were walking and you just brought it up. Like, like, oh yeah, you ever heard of Mandela Effect? I'm like, no, what is like, it? And yeah. you started giving me examples and mine were opposite right. of yours. The
0: biggest one for me is the movie Shazam. Yeah. Shazam, not to be confused with Kazam by Shaq. Not to be confused with the Shaquille O'Neal movie. I'm talking about the movie called Shazam who was in it was Sinbad back in the day dressed as a fucking genie, okay? And I'm telling you right now, I swear on everything that I've seen that movie. Or I, I swear to you, for some reason, a part of me has seen it.
1: Yeah, because there was a guy that remembered, he worked at a video store, went back during the VHS time, and he can, he swears and he remembers that he's rewound that tape yeah. hundreds of times.
0: And so some of you listening right now are saying, Yeah, I remember the movie. Yeah, I remember Sinbad and the Genie, right? And, and then you go and go Google that. That movie does not exist anymore. That movie has there's no recollection of that thing ever existing besides the Mandela Effect Conspiracy Theorists. And then even if you ask Sinbad himself has publicly stated he has never been in a movie called Shazam. And so that, that that blows people's minds. I think that's one of the biggest ones out there. I mean there's hundreds and hundreds. Oh, yeah, of,
1: I'm looking at a couple right now. What well, like, the
0: Bernstein Bears.
1: Yeah, the Bernstein Bears.
0: Yeah, I call them the Bernstein Bears.
1: Yeah. But a lot of people Bernstein or Bernstein bears or
0: No Bernstein bears.
1: Bernstein bears, that's right, yeah. Right. Like, um, it's, it's uh, like sex in the city. It's actually sex and the city. And the city. Right. Yeah. There's. Uh, Dude, there's hundreds. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at a few examples right now.
0: And the reason why they call it the, Man- the Mandela effect is because of the fact that there's a part of the, I guess one of the universes. Remember Mandela? The dying multiverse. In prison. Yeah. The multiverse. Him dying in prison years yeah, ago. 60s, he, 70s. But, but he died then. He recently died in like, like 2003 or something. 2013. 2013. 2013. Yeah. So, Dude, it's a confusing thing, and something if you guys are interested in checking more out, you got you gotta go find it somewhere. It's wild. Another and scary. trippy
1: one is the uh, the C three PO.
0: C C-3, three That one frustrates the fuck out of me. Yeah. C three PO in in my head was all gold. Yep. If you look at it now and you Google C three PO, look at his right leg.
1: Yeah. It's it's silver. Silver. It, I always thought he was all gold too. Oh my gosh! Whatever. To- I'm I'm done. I'm <laughs> off
0: it. I've spent too much time on talking about the Mandela effect and ufos and split universes and all that stuff it drives me crazy here's one thing i want to talk about though real quick beer.com beer.com is out
1: and it's live it launched uh the 15th
0: it did launch the 15th you got uh, my boy tank machine he's out there doing some videos and promoting and marketing you got luke in the background doing all the stuff he needs to do to make things successful on the back end the foundation of the business what up luke Uh, i'm doing my doing my, my best to help promote the business as well uh we also got a cool little project we're doing in houston don't we
1: Yes, we do. GetTheBeard.com. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so I'm working on tube. doing these short videos because I'm, I'm a big barber guy.
1: Yeah, you want to be a barber. I do
0: want to be a barber. Yeah, I spent years cutting hair and I want to <laughs> get great at it. I, I, we
1: actually drove past a sign that that was about barber school and you're like, I wonder if I can fit that into my schedule. Yeah, well, if I can
0: fit that in my schedule, I'd fucking do it. Well, the goal is to to eventually one day be a barber, but I just love the, the culture of getting your haircut. You know, I've been I was going to the same guy since I was 4 all the way to about 17 and it helped me kind of it's one of those things you smell a barbershop, you you get the cut, you do your thing and it feels it just feels right. You know, it just feels good. You feel like a man. It's like when women go and get their nails I'm done. i just thinking the exact yeah. same women thing. Women go and get their nails done. It's their therapy time. It's a thing. Drink their champagne. Right. Whatever, whatever they it is. do. You go to a barber shop and you have the same barber and he knows your haircut and he knows what's going on in your life. You sit there and you can kind of fucking, you, you can just uh, unload some shit, right? Just talk. Bullshit. I got my, one of my, while well, I was living in El Paso, MD Barber Company, man. That is my spot. I used to go there and hang out. I honestly I, if just I'd, go chill. Yeah, if I had nothing to do, I go get a haircut, and then I sit there for another hour and bullshit with the boys. You know, they knew who I was. They were, they were, they were intimately into my life. They knew about my kids' names, their birthdays. You know what I mean? And so it's like it's one of those things. Like that culture for me is is a lost art, and it's now starting to come back. We're seeing the the shops that fuck those chop shops where you go in there and get a haircut in ten minutes. No, you're sitting there for a good 35, 45 minutes, getting a good haircut where you're proud of, and you also you 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 build a relationship with the fucking guy.
1: Yeah, if you have a barber that, that you can't really talk to or yeah. doesn't really just talks to talk, then yeah. even though they give you a good haircut, you're like, I'm not going back there. Yeah, I'm not going uh, back there. I don't want to go there.
0: So what we have, we had a buddy of mine. His name is uh, Rico. He's out of Houston. Uh, I'm going to be doing some videos about some prominent characters, not just veterans, uh, but civilians as well, just people and wanting to get their story. And we're going to do our first one here soon on the 28th. 29th.
1: On the 29th. 20, yeah.
0: Yep, I'm going to be sending Kazrin up there to help produce it. While I'm going to be holding down the fort back here at home, uh, and hopefully you guys get check it out. Again, it's it's going to be a video, mini short documentary version for beer.com, and we're going to get to the man behind the cut and get to the story of the man getting the haircut and what he's about.
1: Yeah, because I mean that's that's what everybody wants to know.
0: Essentially, what it's about. Yeah, so we got some cool guys lined up for that. Um, the first one, I'll just leave it a surprise for you guys to check it out. But again, we got some cool things coming up down the road. Um, you know this podcast we're going to be done here i got to head out to uh, do some stuff with the family it's sunday
1: sunday date night
0: yeah no we're going to go do a do a little kind of group thing yeah but just so you guys know if you guys are listening we honestly appreciate your feedback we appreciate you guys just being a part of it it's now out on itunes as well so if you're out on itunes go ahead and hit subscribe to that you uh, know if you don't want to listen to it, just hit subscribe just for uh, for the good of the kids google you know? play <laughs> music it's on google play music it's on google play uh, it's on lipsen
1: yeah lips and you get it's on lips and
0: spotify no it's not on spotify That's but it's SoundCloud. on soundcloud
1: um also youtube we got a youtube channel going now we so. do and the
0: youtube is just playing the audio of it That's yeah all it is That's all the audio check us out on twitter vinnie rock podcast check us out on instagram and facebook like i said what what
1: stupid roast did you tell them about stupid roast we'll talk about stupid roast next time
0: <laughs> we're gonna get out of here but stupid roast is the twitter that i started go check out the stupid roast before i talk about it next week uh stupid roast. it's at stupid roast it's just uh uh, a rude way of being polite. That's right.
1: We'll go, we'll get more <laughs> into him later.
0: We will get more into it later. But hey, again, I appreciate you guys. I hope you're entertained. Go ahead and hit us up. Let us know if there's any other subjects you want us to tackle while we're at it. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the fight we saw the other day. The Condele uh, Kine- Triple G. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it yet. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll love to try and get my dad out of here to start talking about boxing and why it's corrupt. He he's gonna get so mad.
1: <laughs> Did you talk
0: to me about it yet? Not yet, man. I, you know, I'm still a little heated about you, it. You
1: gotta let him let them, both you guys need to cool down a little. Yeah, bit. I know.
0: I know. Again, this is uh, me. It's Vinny Rock, Vincent Rocco Vargas, also known as Rocco, Big Poppy, whatever the hell you want to call me. Uh, It's my boy Kazner here. And again, we appreciate you guys. Take care.